Wanted man in California, wanted man in Buffalo, wanted man in Kansas City, wanted man in Ohio, wanted man in Mississippi, wanted man in Old Cheyenne. Wherever you might look tonight, you might see this wanted man. I might be. Welcome to the Vice of Issues, a foul mouth, spoiler filled comic book podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we actually, we made it to the end of the year. <laughs> wow. Who yes. oh, no. knew? Another year older, another year wiser. No, I'm, if I was wise, I wouldn't be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> another year edgier. Yeah, man. Just like last year, we, we're we bringing back back issues, which is a format where we have Ryan and Daryl read one of the comics. No, Phil, uh, Phil and Daryl. <laughs> uh, Phil and Daryl, sorry. Phil. Ryan has Wait, to Ryan, read, read along with us then. You're now part of us. <laughs> Uh, Phil and Daryl have to read a comic book that me, uh, Ryan, and Joe read before they came on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we picked a doozy for this one, uh, Wanted. Yeah, Wanted more like I don't want it. Yeah. Unwanted. <laughs> I also didn't listen to the original episode that you guys did. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't know really much about it except as I was reading, I ran into things that I'm like, oh, I remember Ryan and Sly telling me about this. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, don't be like don't be like Phil. By the way, before you read, or I mean, before you listen to this episode, uh, read. Uh, <laughs> well, damn it! Look, before you listen to this episode, listen to our previous episodes because we're not going to summarize the plot this episode. Gonna, There's uh, going to be a link to the wanted episode in the show notes. Yeah, we're not going to summarize the plot again. We're just going to listen to the Joe uh, episode with, with with the summary there. Then listen to this one's going here. Uh, Daryl and Phil be horrified as we were back then. Yeah, so so stop listening now. Be or <laughs> or if you actually you don't care and you don't want to listen, I will summarize it for you very succinctly. And I'm going to quote Wanted itself. <laughs> <clears throat> Fuck you, cocksucker! You take that fucking crowbar and kill this motherfucker. I swear to God, I'll fucking kill you myself. And who is saying that? Well, it's not a person. It's a man's penis telling him to kill a Superman with Down syndrome. <laughs> Named Buckwit. <laughs> so okay. I, went, I went back and listened to our old episode because I was not going to reread this book. I'm not. Re- I didn't reread it either. Fuck that shit. I can't believe it. I can't believe you fucked. And it. basically, the elevator pitch is that some guy's dad dies, <laughs> and he is entered into a secret society of supervillains, and then they basically just like rape and murder everybody, and it's very bad. So, yeah. so I actually, I actually thought there were some interesting ideas, like on on the very core of it, like the idea that superheroes or supervillains like team up and erase superheroes from ha- having ever existed. But like, the funny thing is, uh, Mark Millard did the exact same idea already in Old Man Logan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he... T- <laughs> yeah. And it's so it's Mark Millar and J.G. Jones. And just Mark Millar. I think this is the most Mark Millar book. It is the worst yeah. thing I've ever... No, the most Mark Millar is probably Unfunnies. <laughs> no, I feel like Unfunnies is like the really dark, like, almost call the police on him. And this is just like, this is Edgelord, the pure personification of it. I, I guess this is, this is more this is more the extreme version of all his other stories. While uh, unfunny is him trying to be gross and disgusting, like yeah, yeah. yeah. This I think he I think he was like trying to be cool for this one. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually like I all, literally almost just stopped and was like, I'm not doing this for the episode. Like I'll pretend I read it. Like I I, I, I can't continue. With oh this yeah, so Schittler or whatever his name no, was. <laughs> no shithead. <laughs> shithead. 
whose clay face was made of the shit of all the villains of and history. It's like, like I know, Hitler. I know with that kind of stuff, like, like that he is trying to intentionally parody supervillains and stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make know, it good to read. It doesn't make it good to read. And that's the thing is like again at its core, I'm like there are some actual thoughts that go on here. That's why I can praise it. There is some thinking behind, like, in the depths of these pages. When when I listened back to the episode, I found myself getting mad at past me. And I was, I I actually, out loud without thinking, said, Oh, mid 2016, Ryan, you sweet summer (laughs) child. (laughs) Because I was like, No, there's some good ideas in this. And, like, I think some of this is okay. And then I'm thinking, like, Wow, that's what it was like before the election and before a year of Trump. And then I'm thinking, (laughs) And I'm like, no, fuck you. Nobody deserves this. (laughs) So, Phil, to make sure you read it, how does this book end? It ends with uh, uh, an Eminem ripoff of the main character (laughs) staring at the the reader saying, this is my face while I fuck you in the ass. Yes. Okay, so you've read it. I did read it. It was actually a point where, so I wanted to quit. And then I got to a point where I'm like, I just have to see how this keeps going. Like, I actually, the -hmm. last two issues I wanted to keep reading out of, like, a morbid curiosity. Well, it's almost because the last two issues enter very into my, like, a comic book territory where it's, like, the main villain's hatching his plan and, like, taking over the rest of the villain organization so it has at least, like, a plot to it rather than just, like, my life sucks, my girlfriend (laughs) sucks, my best friend's banging my girlfriend. Yeah, it was a weird, the whole, the whole idea is, like, it's a weird, like, the book is talking to the reader, basically telling you, "Hey, aren't you're a nerdy piece of shit, right? Yeah, uh, you probably are weak, and you have asthma, and your girlfriend is fucking someone else." So I'm, I was like that too, but now I'm a cool badass who just rapes people. Like, it's like, <laughs> I, I just, it feels really weird. Like, but it's weird because it's not real. Good. <laughs> it's, no, it's not real. Him being like, "Look how cool I am." It's like you're a fictional character. Yeah. And also, like, like if you take it, like, what, what is it? What, what is it trying to say? Like, oh, yeah. you should drop your everyday life and fucking murder and people? murder everyone. Because that's the thing is, like, he's like, I used to be a sh- an ass, like an idiot, and the idea is, uh, instead of being bullied, I'm gonna be the bully. But he takes it to the extreme of like genocide. Like, oh, I was a dead end. I had a dead end job. Now I kill planets for a living. It's like that's that's not what. Like, is that? I, I just couldn't get... I couldn't and, get and, and also, uh, like uh, me and Ryan and Joe really said, uh, he's, he was, it wasn't like he was a nice person before all this. Like, he was a piece of shit before all this. <laughs> That's my favorite. He, a, he has a line in the first issue where he's like, I'm not a bad person. It's like, yeah, okay. He's like, he's like a racist. Like, he hates his... Uh, Black like, he boss. Calls, like, the Italians that follow him troll fucks and shit yep. like that. Like, uh, he's, he's a racist. He's... Uh, he fucking dresses like... He has a fucking... He like, he dresses, he's supposed to be a nerdy guy, but he dresses like a like uh, like he's like he's trying to be black. like he's trying to be like Eminem kind of. Yeah, he is. It's also funny. I thought how this book is so vulgar and terrible and offensive. But whenever he talks about his boss, he's like my African American boss. It's like <laughs> Mark Millar's like I can't you can't go there. Can't yeah. use racial. Well, it's just like how the the main villain, everyone else in the villain society, like um they exile him and stuff because they're like, he goes too far, you know, he eats people. And I think he, like, he has sex with children. Where it's like, everyone else is like, but, like, murdering and torturing and raping people is fine. It's just like, don't do it to children, Jesus murdering Christ. so far, like, to the point where they, the like, the people are like, yeah, I probably killed a million people in my life. Like, <laughs> they go to other realities and just kill everyone. That Like, yeah. there, there's no... There's no way that these people that's, can act like normal humans. That's why it's so that. crazy. This this book is torn between like two different styles of thoughts. It, like 
it kind of wants to embrace nihilism at the same point it's trying to make like a it's discussing what it's like to not have a relationship with your dad like it it, it mediates between the two way too much where he's like he cares a lot about his dad and wants to get revenge for him now on the other hand he's just killing a bunch of other dads and he's like whatever like <laughs> yeah it's really they're, they're such sociopaths like to the point where they would not be able to even have I don't think they could have. Why like, would they work together? Why would they trust each other when they're constantly doing this to innocent people? Like, why not do it to each other if they know? Well, they that, can? that's why. That's why I pointed out the fucking idea of, of villains is cooler on, uh, in premise, and then you actually start writing it out because you. How are you going to trust any villain of this kind of shit? Like, not, not should, to mention should... the fact that they were saying there was originally in, in the early days of the heroes, like there was like twelve villains for every hero, which I know is a thing in comics, but in reality. I think if random people had superpowers, there would be more heroes than villains. I think most people wouldn't be like, I'm going to go mass murder now. <laughs> no, like, I, I, well, it depends on what you mean by villain. If, if, uh, a lot of them are mass murderers, but they're probably like uh, small-time criminals. Which is not uh, a reason, I guess but, so. But the small-time criminals aren't going to join up with uh, Red Skull and shit like that. They're yeah. Join, join yeah. Up also, I, have to, I know this is probably not the criticism that anyone else had, but like... What bothered me almost the most was how he was like Midnighter in the sense that no matter what the action scene was, he just shot everyone in the head. Like, yeah. he fights he fights every supervillain. That's actually one of Sly's big critiques in the first time we did yeah, it. It's like, he, uh, they develop all these powers and everyone's weak to gun. Okay. Yeah, and also, <laughs> so like, there's, like, the fight scenes aren't interesting at all because of it. Because yeah. all, that's, that's why the movie was good to just get rid of everything except gun, the gunplay because that's all that matters in the fucking comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, like, there are... If you have every he literally shoots every supervillain in the universe basically in the head and it's like there has to be someone who does just get <laughs> yeah, shot in someone the head, that, like, that's impervious to bullets <laughs> yeah or magneto or like someone who's faster than him or someone who can well there was anything. there was that one guy that could absorb powers but then his power ran out and he felt oh that was just the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> oh like uh it's five like half a second ago as you came it's like it's like mark Millar, you are just such a shitty writer like i can't i can't it, it really reminds me of midnighter where it's like i can't write so i just the plot just i'm gonna make it go forward no matter if it makes sense or not do you mean nemesis not midnighter oh yeah because midnighter had an excuse he could see yeah. all possible yeah I, I meant nemesis yeah. i meant nemesis. <laughs> and also midnighter i don't mind as, i don't mind as much when at least it's not mean spirited and, and people you like winning like midnighter is at least a, a decent person yeah uh but like uh wins like nemesis or the killer you want these people to die and they, they refuse to die so mm-hmm. it just makes you mad what are cool supervillain name? The Killer. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I think I'm criticizing Midnighter too because I know he. Yeah, okay, you have a, a brain that can figure out every possibility, but guess what? Against Superman, every possibility is still you getting fucking killed. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you can calculate that all you want, but he punches you in the face and you're dead. Yeah, but I, I don't. I, I know. I know you. You probably can't let it go, but I really don't mind it as much when at least it isn't just uh, trying to make the reader. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at this character. He's getting yeah. shit on. Yeah, you know, no, I, I agree. And actually, I, <laughs> that's why at issue four, when Daryl was saying like the plot actually does something it was still like oh no how is the main character who's a piece of shit gonna beat these other pieces of shit and it's like i, I don't care actually like <laughs> yeah I, I i don't want any of them to win i want them all to die but they won't Yeah, like when when people talk about the downside of voting like doing a lesser of two evils type of thing like this really is a lesser of two evils where it's like no matter what you're going to get murdered by these people <laughs> and at least yeah. when we were talking about it uh joe uh, ryan and i made a consensus that we think that actually the, the actual bad guy is better than fucking <laughs> yeah. the secret society <laughs> Because uh, the killer wants to have a secret society where they just keep raping people, while at least the actual bad guys want to have them be out in the open again, which I think is at least more honest. Because yeah. they would then then they were saying the bad side is the Sly. superheroes. Sly, yeah. don't agree with Nazis. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I'm not going to be Nazi, but we were saying like even even between the two bad sides they pick, the uh, 
we preferred uh, we we didn't necessarily even prefer the the bad guy was supposed to root for like no but they they were gonna destroy the whole planet they had like continent busting weapons yeah. and stuff but I, I I don't know how much better is how secret society where we just keep raping and murdering that's true and, and it was crazy too <laughs> it, it, it that doesn't this... matter it's all terrible <laughs> yeah and it, it's crazy too how the the secret society is so powerful that they can go into like a a, a public police place, station kill everyone yeah kill everyone and then just be like I'm in the fraternity and they're like sorry sir like this this doesn't <laughs> this isn't I think in reality humans would just rather fight and die that than yeah that's not sustainable yeah it's yeah and not. like like we were talking before the bad guys wouldn't just like go along I mean they did end up betraying each other and stuff I don't know how. 40 years yeah i think it's 18 <laughs> whatever <laughs> so the the debate that we had when we first read this book many moons ago was the three of us tried to decide what is the point of this book what are you supposed to get out of you're it? you're supposed to feel bad about uh, your pathetic existence and be like i'm gonna go be a tough guy and i don't know though because it's again like it's not to stand up for yourself it's to like hurt other people this was something <laughs> i was mentioning in the discord chat where i'm like i was so torn with what exactly because it's almost like a deconstruction of toxic masculinity because i posted multiple examples throughout the comic of things where he's like you know they called me a pussy or they called me weak or i was supposed to be stronger and he like he repeatedly drives his point home like don't be a bitch don't be a bunch of other things and it's about being manly and standing up for yourself and not caring about your mom but caring about your dad and it's like <laughs> It's almost like, again, this deconstruction of what it means to be a man, which I guess it, at its core, like Mark Muller believes, is to rape and murder people. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I don't trust, I don't think Mark Muller is smart enough to do a deconstruction and to willingly, like, do. I think because he, he makes so much stuff where he's like, this is cool, like, this is obviously a cool thing to do from reading his other works, that it's like, I think he just thinks this is cool. Yeah, I, I wonder, like... <laughs> there is a possibility that that last part where he's just like fuck you I'm gonna go continue being a piece of shit like maybe it is the, the message that this yeah because he does bad. he does say like this life is terrible and I shouldn't be living it I'd rather was it be like a prick than an asshole <laughs> whatever yeah, like he, said, he says like his dad mess. abandoned him like he's, he's propping up his dad but his dad abandoned him but I, I, like, Joe was like uh, pointed out that that he's he's glad that uh, he's like a fuck that sh all that shit I just said. Uh, whatever, just only keep raping people because that makes it uh, basically makes the book feel, feel like the book is saying we're, we're trying to have a point, but never mind, we're scrapping that. We're yeah. just not Yeah, like he could have done a, a better, like, but then why even make the point other than for it to be a funny, like, twist? Like, haha, look, I think he was gonna twist. try and be good, but he's not awesome. Go kill people. I think it's just be a joke. Like, ah, you think you think you think the people who are like, this is so rad and so cool. He's raping <laughs> all these people. They're like, whoa, he's he's changing his mind. Oh, what? You psyched me out, bro. You got me. Yeah, no, keep raping more people. <laughs> that oh. is the look on your face while you're fucking me in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I do agree. I am a loser for buying comics. I do like the 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 deconstruction of a lot of the villain stuff. Like, I do like how. The shithead is <laughs> clay faced and like that's not deconstruction. That's just stupid. It's, it's, it's like satire. It's satire. It's satire. Yeah, it's satire. it's satire. Like instead of Calendar Man, it was was it Puzzle Man? Puzzle Man. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, he's just oh, because they also had they had Batman and Robin tied up, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, because they they made them think they were just on the TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of stuff's kind of funny, but it's like that it doesn't carry the book at all. Like, yeah, it's also really weird that in between all these things about like you have to be more masculine and stronger, and you have to say like "fuck you" to your teachers, it has instances where it's like, "ha, huh, look at funny like comic book stuff." Like here's like obviously this is like Poison Ivy, yeah. or this is a, like Martian Manhunter, and it's I don't know like is that manly stuff? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, if you're going with the complete masculinity, which they reference, that's like, he, um, the main character feels bad that he never got into a fight when he was younger and that he didn't play basketball. So I guess, like, fighting people in sports are two really manly things. That You're trying to, like, convey this through a comic book that's about superheroes and supervillains and they the supervillains have to dress up in costumes yeah. to interact with each other it's just it's such a dumb comparison yeah uh, when they were at that like uh the convention or whatever yeah. it's like you have these people in like spandex and stuff with like like weird hats and stuff because they're supervillains it's yeah. like this just doesn't i can't i can't buy i can't go along with this it feels like it, it's really torn between Mark Millar wanting to do something like Old Man Logan, and then at the same time, it's like he just he just watched Fight Club. And he's like, <laughs> this is perfect. Because so much of it, tit for tat, is Fight Club. I think I compare it to Fight Club. Fight Club is what it wants to be. Like, like, yeah. Fight Club is, is like the edge, edge lord with like an actual pl- plot and point. And yeah, because that whole thing yeah. was about about how patriarchy has gotten like toxic and that a lot yeah. of men don't feel like they have a purpose especially without fathers in their lives which like this almost tries to do but it it goes like really wild with it especially with the Oedipal implications of how he's banging the same woman that his father bangs oh, yeah God. <laughs> yeah it's like it's like he saw fight club and instead of the message of like oh that's a deconstruction he was like man what a cool dude yeah Tyler what is. if we should be fighting people and stuff the uh, fight club also has the, the 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 like the talking about like the ego and the id type like yeah. your your animalist instincts but this is just like it's not just animal instincts it's like just cruelty like they don't feel yeah. animal like is there an animalistic sense to using a continent buster on another planet like i don't think <laughs> i don't think that's like the raw like yeah fight club is like the 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 fight or flight right in front of you like you're you're fist fighting another person not like should i just go kill another continent today like <laughs> yeah. I, I i feel like it's really different well, that's that's why I felt like he was torn, and that would explain also explain why um, there's such a disparity between uh, it goes with the superhero concept, but then it has them use guns to kill everyone because it's trying to just go for a regular kind of visceral uh, action story, but then it's trying to tack mm-hmm. that on to the superhero concept. And like you said, you can't have supervillains be visceral because uh, it is visceral to punch a guy and shoot a guy, maybe, but not visceral to nuke a planet. You, you can't have like <laughs> classic supervillains be visceral and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah, where you're trying Shit. to be like, hey, here's like these this alternate universe version of you know Superman. The rest of them. Also, I really want to point out that the writing is very Fight Clubby in the beginning, where it's where it's like this is me and Lisa lying in bed, not having sex. Oh yeah, sex. that's a good point. Really good point. Yeah, yeah it was. It was just like it's just so obvious. Also, I love how Mark Millar is just always the main character as a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I this is getting into Mark Millar, our meta canon, but I I think he's a cuck. Yeah, so just say just say Daryl. He's trying to tell cucks to take back their lives. Yeah, but like you maybe know what? he feels like he was cuckolded and he took yeah. back his life, and maybe he feels like a reson an emotional resonance with people that keep getting cuckolded. I, I, I get I get the idea. Like you know, it's one of those things like where again there. There could be something here of, like, he's a wimp who doesn't stand up for himself, and then he begins to stand up for himself. But instead, he's just like, I'm just going to become a complete sociopath serial killer. Yeah. Like, like it, it it goes from, it, it just immediately goes to, to such an insane level that it's And even like, when he was, if he, if he, when he was a wimp, he was, that, that's the biggest, like, obvious failure, is even when he was a wimp, he wasn't likable. Like, yeah. you never feel bad for him, because he's such a dick to everyone, even before he becomes a fucking yes. murderer. Yes, yes, it's exactly the problem, where he's like, you know, I'm not a bad guy, but he's like... 
just constant judgments about people, and he's treating everyone like an asshole. It's also tough because the Mark Millar's universe is always everyone's kind of an asshole, and if you're yeah. not, it's because you're going to die. I feel like a lot of this is like a lot of the narration was like Mark Millar's mind. I was reading like when when he was talking <laughs> yeah. about in the first issue eating that uh, like ginger crusted salmon sandwich, and he's like, "I'm doing it." for the past 180 days because I don't want to be in the same grind as everyone else. And like, as if for him, he's probably seen that and been like, no one would ever eat that unless they were just trying to be different than anyone else. And I'm like, that sounds good. Like there are, people can enjoy things without just trying to like be hipster, you know, like, but I think Mark, to Mark Millar's mind, he's like, no one would do things different than me unless they're just posers. Which is also like a really <laughs> weird thing how he brought up. I mean, I guess this portrays back into trying to be a man, how he was like a vegetarian and he didn't yeah. want to, like, <laughs> eat any oh, meat. Yeah, yeah. And then he just has to start killing. He kills, like, what was it, 17,000 animals in three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what do you... I just what? I don't know what he's trying to do with all this. Outside of being, like, I guess it's manly to eat meat. Yeah. that That is... That, I think that's where he was going with it. Yeah, like, I guess you're getting cucked if you're a vegetarian. He's going to Alex Jones thing. You don't want to eat red meat. You got to be a man. Yeah. So... I want to, as Daryl said before, we've started a Discord, but that link's going to be in the show notes too. But as Daryl was reading through this, one of our listeners, William, started talking about how this is an important book to revisit because it's basically like a proto-alt-right guide to how to treat people. <laughs> and I, I just want to, I want to get your thoughts on that for a second, because I love the idea of like, so much of what this book is, is I feel like our main character, Wesley, or whatever the hell his name is, yeah. is just, like, trying to trigger libs the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I kind of agree. Is, is that kind of the point of all edgelords, though, to try to trigger the libs? In that's the sense? true. That's true. The people, people are too sensitive. To, uh, uh, that's always the argument that you're too sensitive. Like, I'm just trying to be edgy. Here. Didn't, didn't, yeah. uh, didn't Captain SS say, like, I have the line right here. Yeah, you you say fascist like it's some kind of insult, but people love fascists. Man, you ever meet a woman who fantasizes about being tied up and raped by a liberal? Oh, oh wow. Oof. Ow. That's the other thing I wanted yeah. to bring up is that I I totally believe it because also Millar treats women like shit in this book constantly. They're either cheating on him or they're unlikable, like, unsexable bitches like the, his boss at the beginning of the or book. Or they're fucking his protagonist. How many yeah. uh, uh, good female characters are there in any Millar books we've read? Like, the only female in Old Man Logan was uh, Spider-Man woman who was a villain. There was that one woman trying to protect the child in one panel in Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I think this book only had out of out of like every supervillain, there was just like one woman. It was just Fox. Uh, there was Poison Ivy in one page. <laughs> oh, because every named character was a man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> Except Fox. So Sly, when you revisited this, was there anything that was new to you or that you thought differently of? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was on the money. <laughs> so I had one thing. That stood out to me when I revisited it. And maybe it's just a sign of the times because this was like 2008 or whatever. But I guess because I, I had such a higher tolerance for this kind of thing a year and a half ago. But when you guys were talking about the African-American comment where like he doesn't say any like racial slurs, but he throws hmm. around the F word a lot. He actually does call the, the Spanish people spicks, but he yeah. won't call... He, oh, use he also okay. uses well, chinks too, and so, like yeah, I forgot yeah. About and those. the the Nazi guy is like Jews. 
Well, it's kind of a good commentary on like modern uh, races because a lot of modern races just say, I didn't say the N word, I just said black people should work more and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. He knows the N word would probably be too far, but he can make allusions to raping children. So that's fine. It's also different. I feel like this book's in a weird place because it was made in 2003, four years after Fight Club. Yeah, 2003 was when the F word was more commonly used. It was, yeah. not, it was still big back then. No, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to say it's okay back then, but it's one of those things where this book wouldn't have been seen as problematic as, like, how William yeah. had mentioned now when you read it. And this is literally, it f- does feel like alt-right propaganda where it's like, look how awesome it is to do something like taking out a gun and shooting people. Because the first issue ends with him, uh, Wesley, the main character, shooting the wings off flies. And then the doctor says something around the lines of, like, you, like, you just got your manhood back. Or now, you, like, doesn't that feel good to, like, shoot a gun? Yeah. Like, it's it's really kind of disconcerting. As you describe yeah. it, it does feel like... Uh, I do, There might be a parody in, buried in here. Um, it's weird, because I, I don't want to give Mark Miller that much credit. That's the problem. Yeah, I, nor yeah, do I. Is he smart enough? Uh, it's, it's, but it's such a common idea. These are all very stereotypical ideas of what manhood is. So mm-hmm. like it's kind of yeah maybe he he buys into all that but, yeah because <laughs> yeah. the, the thing is I don't want to say it's a deconstruction or a satire because there's no reckoning there's no punishment it's like yeah. there there isn't always though in deconstruction yeah. yeah yeah that's true but there's one of those things where it's doing it, it's doing it it's doing it it's, it's by it's feeding into that it's doing it's like it's, it's one of those things where people are saying I'm being ironically a Nazi where they've seen all these Nazi things and they make everyone feel, <laughs> yeah. feel bad and it's like you're, you, it doesn't matter at this point if you're being ironic or not you're still a piece of shit yeah, yeah like if you're arguing the Holocaust wasn't real and then you're like but it's funny to do it because people get triggered doing it it's, it's the same kind of thing here where it's like it's funny to be like it's you should be a man you should be manly and stuff and shoot your dad <laughs> Well, I yeah. I do have to say that it still works on people because a year ago, Daryl, well, not, a year ago, somebody commented this and Daryl screenshotted it and sent it to us. LOL. This is nothing like the fucking movie. It's a million times better. <laughs> super funny and love how Wesley is a super villain. I yeah. actually, I when I saw that, I, I had been reading the comments on this, on the site. I was looking at this and a lot of people were like so much better than the movie. Like yeah. there were a lot of people saying how much they liked it. And I was in awe. Just like, and there's one person saying it's like Universal would never allow like what the original wanted was about. It's like they, no, they're duh. actually smart. They know how to make money. They don't know how to. They're not going to feed to your deplorable tastes. I also yeah. want to say that the homophobia we're taking out of context because Marshall Mathers is the main character, so <laughs> yeah. it's like it makes more sense. And 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 like uh, like I said, it was as a three back when George Bush was running on being uh, anti-gay marriage. Like this was, yeah. it was still like a, a different world compared to where we are now. A much shittier world. <laughs> it was much shittier. World. I'm not saying it's a good one. Uh, it was. What a, it's also bad now, but yeah. it is. Yeah. What a bad book. Yeah. Yeah. What a bad. This book. is one of those where it's like it was almost. I was hating myself for being on the cusp of trying to defend certain things because <laughs> oh, there's man. just so many instances where like he's like, man, now I get to hang out with my dad's friends. I'm cool now. Where I'm like, this is a very interesting. That's a good comment. Where it's like, do you only feel cool if like. The, that the real men, the manly men, that they approve of you kind of a thing. But at, at the same time, it's wrapped up in this terrible story. It shows how much more I wanted to be the optimist back then about this kind of stuff. Because I was listening back and I was like, I'm defending this, th- this book conceptually a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember this was like my most hated book for it's still t- to now and like i thought that i was way harder on it when i listen back like i'm hard on it but i'm not like fuck this fucking trash <laughs> like, even, last, even last week you were like it's my least favorite book <laughs> like that's how you used to be framed even last week yep i i it's i also so want to 
say that to defend it, there's something really good when Shithead kills the professor. He says, <laughs> death by dysentery. No, <laughs> they, they, he just immerses him in poop and he dies by being pooped. And then they kill him by Cloroxing him. Yeah. Like, I, I really... It has to be a parody, and right? I did laugh again at a joke that I brought up last time we covered this. Yes. Where his boss is it goes to him, it's at work, and he's like, What are you looking at? Smallwhitedicks.com? KKK.com? The one, the one I laughed at is when he, uh, the main character asks, Who killed my father? And the guy goes, Lee Harvey Oswald. And then, no, but then it turns yeah, out the dad killed JFK. He, is, he was the one who killed JFK. I'm like, Okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, All right, like that. you gotta stop defending this book. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, no, it's it's very shitty, but there's a few funny parts. Of it. So to wrap yeah. it up, do either of you guys think that Unfunnies doesn't count? Is this the worst Mark Millar book you've read? Yeah. Yes. Wait, uh, I hate Nemesis so much. <laughs> no, there is no way. Nemesis everyone else is worse in the world this. tried to be good except Nemesis, even though like Nemesis wins in the end. But like everyone else was. <laughs> no, but that makes it that makes it worse because this is at least a parody. That was like he's like I'm serious. Wouldn't it be so cool if he could just do anything he wanted? Also, I, he, I, he I, rigged the girl's womb to explode. What does this book have? I guess someone drowning in fecal matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Nemesis is still my. Least. I, I don't know. This is really harsh. Oh my God. I would say this just because it's like so blatantly edgelord, whereas like Nemesis was just trying to yeah. outsmart the fake Gordon. Also, I think this is longer. It is. And that just... Yeah, you know what? This is worse. <laughs> it took a long time to read this shit. So, yeah, okay. Are we done talking about Wanted? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Wanted out, out, of my out of my life. <laughs> I can't remember if I made that joke. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> it bears repeating. I really... So... Once we get to least favorites in 2017, <laughs> I wonder. No, but Wanted doesn't count, because that's oh, a back shit. issue. It's special. So, I want to enter into our final segment of the year, where we look back at the year, and we pick our favorite and least favorite, probably books, but if there's a movie or TV show that's especially egregious, we'll talk about that too. So, I had a really, really hard time picking my favorite good book. And you guys are going to get mad at me for this, I think. <laughs> it was hard for me to pick, too. Yeah, Wanted. there are books that we did that I really, really loved, like Flintstones and, like, uh, like the Green Lantern stuff. But when I look at back at the, the episodes that I, like, most really enjoyed, like, the books I most enjoyed reading, I try to go more for the ones that surprised me with how good they were. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I knew Flintstones was going to be great. So... I wanted to pick the Max because it was really, really surprising mm. to me, but I think I'm gonna pick Midnighter. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> and the reason why Midnighter is my favorite is because it was recommended to us by a listener, actually by a couple listeners. David and John both recommended it to me, and because we're so steeped in like shitty edgelord culture now in 2017, and like everything is like triggering libs and all this nonsense that we were talking about, like all the wanted stuff. Seeing, like, an Edgelord book that leaned into how stupid and funny it was. And Sly has really started to convince me that, especially in the Authority episodes, how rewarding and visceral it feels nowadays to watch bad guys get, like, super fucking murdered. (laughs) Yeah. And there's just something about that book that I expected to hate it. And I liked it so much that I think it's my favorite. I think it's my favorite. You do get to see see Prometheus guys uh, face stomped in. Yeah. And there was just something very visceral and fun. And, like, that was... And their relationship was pretty neat. Yeah. And, like, it... 
plays with toxic masculinity stories while also telling like a touching gay love story. And I just thought it was like very unexpected. And like, now I have a bunch of authority books on my shelf to read. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I like Midnighter. (laughs) What about you, Sly? All right. My favorite is I'll go go with the first. I'll go with the one that uh, is my favorite overall, just as is. Uh, which is uh, Green Lantern, uh, Last One Testament. Mm. That's good. But yes. but I'm not going to make that, like, I'm going to add a uh, caveat because I already knew it was great before I read it, and I wanted to read it for the show just as an excuse to reread it. Mm-hmm. So the one that surprised me out of the ones we read was uh, Flintstones. So mm. I'll add that yeah. one. Which I, I wasn't sure what to expect out of that one, but I, I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, Flintstones yeah, is, was a really good time. I think Flintstones probably gets my vote for best written. Not we're yeah. not doing fucking superlatives, but like I just felt like it was I I fully support your choice, Sly. I'm glad it made it into the list. We read some pretty good written stuff, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't I don't even mean that sarcastically. Like, Death of Wolverine, I feel like was pretty well written. Doctor Strange. Mm. Oh yeah, the Doctor Strange stuff. Uh, <laughs> pretty good writing. So what about you, Phil? While you're <sighs> you guys are gonna hate me, but I'm tied between uh, Wanted and Oh My Logan. <laughs> exactly. How'd you know? No, I'm tied between uh, Keijo and The Legend of Koizumi. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I, didn't, I forgot the, what you mean. The, the Mahjong is just so good. Like, I, I Keijo, I think I would like that. More. Was a David recommendation too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Keijo almost is my favorite just because of the ridiculousness of like the shonen with the boobs and butts. But like, just the the how weird it is to have. Like, when I was reading through our notes again, to, to have the Pope fighting Hitler in the Garden of Eden, like, <laughs> playing Mahjong was just... It's too good. I really... I, I can't... There was nothing I enjoyed reading this year, I think, more than Legend of Koizumi. Apparently, making a sequel. Oh, yeah, actually, I was looking at that earlier. I think conceptually, that's a lot of fun, but, like, the material itself, I wasn't, like, super into. Whereas, like, I, I, I liked Keijo more than Koizumi. Yeah, maybe it was more enjoyable to read... Keijo, because there was more stuff happening. I also feel like the political stuff, like all the political leaders, speaks to you more. Yeah, I, <laughs> I enjoyed seeing, like, just like rant, like the leader of Ukraine showing up. And I think also one of the things that make that that made that book so special was hearing you explain like how all their jokes and moves were historically yeah. relevant and accurate. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that's ridiculous, but it's super clever in yeah, a way that's like, a lot of time expect. on on this stuff. Like each yeah. each attack had like a story behind it. Oh uh, yeah, I, I that's definitely my favorite of the year. So, what about you, Daryl? So for me, I was torn between three things. And guess what? None of them are Death's Head. <laughs> oh, wow. What? You were defending that forever. Is it because we were attacking it? Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> okay, I wasn't that's... defending it. I was like, I like it. Yeah, you were. Okay. <laughs> so the the three things, I think the thing that's going to win out um, well, first, the other two is I really liked Flintstones. That was just a yeah. really fun. I, I enjoyed the writing there. But the other thing that was really well written that I was really surprised by was Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Because th- that was also really cool. And I was like, you know, th- that's I think the only reason that doesn't get first is be- just because the um, occult stuff really doesn't speak to me as much, even though I really appreciated how close it was to actual occult mythology. But the thing I think that was my favorite was Doctor Strange back in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Where he, it was the, the comics. The Ben where, Franklin one, right? What? The Ben Franklin one. <laughs> <laughs> no. The one where he gets to meet God. Like, I just, I really enjoy the religious stuff and the fact that it, it opened my world up to Doctor Strange more about who he is as a character. That he doesn't fight a lot. Like, I mean, depending on the writer again. 
because he can yeah. like he he fought his rival but i really liked the it was such a strong first impression when the comic opens up and it's him meditating out in the desert reflecting on all of life and that all of it is sacred no matter what and maybe it's because it like it speaks more to like the pacifist <laughs> in me but I, I thought that was really cool and plus yeah. the fact that with the the guy that becomes god at the end that it wasn't about fighting him it was about convincing him humans are worth living like he shouldn't get rid of them it's like i really like that it's idea. kind of like the com- kind of comic you would write if you're writing like it's yeah. gonna, this, is, this is gonna be the end of our D campaign and uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> convince, convince eric that this is the humans are worth saving yeah and it's it's similar to my pick from last year swamp thing where it's like hey let's fight less and let's talk about these issues more yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, I enjoyed that too mm-hmm. um a lot what is everybody's least favorite book of the year so I'm going to pick one that Phil was not there for, but, oh, man, when we read hey, Crossed. Hey. Spoilers, <laughs> this is my pick, too. Uh, oh, wow, you guys have both hated that much. So Crossed was our Edgelord August part one, and, oh, it was just so cynical and nihilist, and it was very similar to Wanted. In a way, it, it's, it's, it's weird because it's like... It's better than Wanted, definitely, because the message is more about, like, humans trying to survive and what would you do. But I was, I yeah. was trying to think about where I was like, why why do I dislike this so much but, like, enjoy other things that are kind of nihilistic? Like, um, The Road is a really good movie, but that is extremely nihilistic and pessimistic on its take about humanity. But it does it, like, very, like, tactfully and artfully, and it tries to be very cautious with the message it sends, whereas Cross really likes showing you the heinous shit that happens in that book and it likes yeah, shoving it in your blunt. face being someone like hey guess what this baby got thrown into a car let's watch it explode or like this woman and child get raped on this page like yeah. that kind of stuff think, is just I, I think that's why I liked it because I'm so used to when <laughs> people are depressed Everyone, everyone's always like you have to make it if you have to do something depressed make it be subtle and make it like a but I want you know if you're gonna be depressed be fucking depressed you have to make it like everything is shit life is shit no because shit. sometimes you can go like really far like if you watch really terrible and like dark or scary movies like irreversible like sometimes you can just go like so far down that rabbit hole makes you feel icky yeah like it's, it's yeah. one step removed from just watching actual snuff film i haven't wa- i didn't read this but sometimes feeling icky like it is good like sometimes yeah but it wasn't this time <laughs> it was for me i kind of i, I like i like cross a lot yeah the thing is yeah freddie and slim i like to want it yeah and the, the thing is with cross too is and i've always defended garth ennis on the show and one of our listeners who liked crossed recommended i read another garth ennis book like red rover charlie and i it was the and you know i read a lot of shitty comic books mm-hmm. and i two issues in or three issues in i was like you know what not even going to finish this trade. Wow. I borrowed it from her, and I was like, I can't do this. It was even more cynical, but this time it was, instead of babies, it was watching puppies get ripped apart. Oh, and geez. I was like, no, no thanks. And it's just like, especially given, for me, like, even though Midnighter was super edgy and was my favorite, like, it's, I think I have a really fine line of tolerance, mm-hmm. and once I cross it, I like, Once you cross can't. it? Yeah. I just I can't cross. stomach it anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. crossed was my. I finish. feel like everyone has that threshold. Yeah, we're like this. So, yeah, this don't. might be too. <laughs> Except Sly. <laughs> well, I mean, do you like? Do you watch videos of people killing animals, and you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, you brought up irreversible. Irreversible. I had trouble sitting through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's yeah. thresholds for me. I I I think because uh, I like the character work in in Cross a lot. That made the 
it, if, if it was like Mark Millar writing it and they're all like saying shit, fuck, yep, yep, suck yep. my dick, bitch, I would be like, this is a garbage book. But since I think our friend is. And Simon Spurrier did some good character work. I was able to appreciate it. And I, I think there is something... Phil, if you keep defending this, you're going to read these books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that there is something to be said for watching disturbing shit and being like, if you're going to go with be fucked up stuff, like, you, you should... But it's not real, though. It's fiction. I don't know. Yeah. The, the thing is with Crust is I don't think Crust was the worst written thing we've read. Yeah. All of Sly's points about defending it I thought were completely valid. And, like, I get why someone would like this book. Okay. But... We're not picking the worst. We're picking our least favorite. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. get why people like it. I was not one of those. People. Yeah, I feel weird picking it, too, because I was, I was a person that, like, I really enjoy ultraviolence. Like, even back to my childhood, I liked drawing, like, um, like cops shooting other people and just using <laughs> red colored pencil and showing the blood. I'm like, this is so, like, gritty and nasty and dark. But then I just reached a point where I was like, it's not necessary what, like, 12 I, years old? <laughs> or later Mark on. Millar's age. Like, if, if, I, if I read Wanted back then, I probably would have really liked that, too. Yeah. I actually yeah. liked Wanted when I first read it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. God, how old were you? I was I was in high school. Okay. Whereas I feel like if right. you get... Or you both read a lot of stuff like that to the point where it's no longer, like, cool because it's new and gritty and that you're like, you shouldn't be reading it. And it's also realizing the the kind of horrors and the evil that exists already in the world that you don't need fictionalized versions, yeah. almost fetishizing it. The good thing I will say about Cross, I, I feel weird defending my least favorite book, is that it doesn't <laughs> fetishize it necessarily. Like it, it's pointing out that this is evil. It's just it's so cynical to the point where it's like this is an evil that is inescapable. Like this is yeah. these, like if everyone in the world turned evil, there's nothing you could do except to watch your family die kind of a thing. Yeah. Where I'm like I'm not that's not the worldview I want to embrace. Exactly, especially now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Sly, what was your least favorite? My least favorite, I don't uh, I don't think anyone will agree with me on this, but it was probably Old Man Logan. I don't think we're going to rush to the defense of it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, but I'm I'm interested in hearing why you think that. I, I think Elmer Logan is actually my least favorite Millar book out of all of them. Really? Uh, huh. That's just because um, I I mentioned it briefly uh, uh, by two reasons. One, everyone praises this book even now. Uh, I, I was looking up <laughs> people praise Wanted too. Well, it was it was like a handful of people on that. I, but more but more but more people praise. Uh, but only yeah, only handful of people praise Wanted, and because you know, it's always a smaller audience for uh, indie stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. But want but Elmer Logan to this day. If you look at uh, most sites uh, saying top 10 Wolverine stories, top 5 Wolverine stories, always oh, Old Man yeah, Logan on totally. there. It's oh, always no. fucking on there. It makes me fucking so mad just seeing that shit always consistently on there. And, and that's why I took it for granted. Like, I was so blindsided by how bad it was because... Well, just real quick, a, on Amazon, it has 673 reviews and it has 4.5 out of stars. Mm-hmm. 4.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah, and uh, if you look at, like, Watch Mode or anything, any f- fucking site that reviews anything, they'll say top 10 Wolverine stories mm-hmm. or whatever. And number two, uh, we, we gave Mark Miller credit with stuff like, oh, uh, yeah, he writes shit like this for Wanted and his indie stuff. But uh, when he writes for pre-established characters like uh, Superman, Red Sun, and like his his Spider-Man and Civil War, he does some respect to the characters. No, uh, Omel Logan shits on so many characters. I know it's not the future, but so many people are like, this should be the movie future and stuff like that. And, like, a lot of people should consider this to be like the canon Wolverine future. It's so garbage. It, these characters are so poorly written, so so wrong. There shouldn't be anyone's definitive <laughs> Dystopian future for Wolverine so at all. Is it, because, is it because Cyclops gets killed right away? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I really. I, we did uh, also do the story where Cyclops gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I, 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 but I gave that book. I think I gave that book credit more than yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
uh, uh, Wolverine. I think the best way to put how dumb people are about this book is there were a lot of people that complained about Logan because it wasn't enough like yeah, this like, book. Yeah. So okay. Like, so like, I, I, uh, Millar is the worst person on this yeah, planet. <laughs> like, no. as far as create, no, no, obviously the not, worst creator like, as... that gets money. <laughs> yes, as far as famous creators, he is by far the least talented person I've ever seen, and he makes more money than probably anyone in comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's amazing how shitty of a writer and creator he is. Like everything I've read by him, and now it's a lot actually. Unfortunately, <laughs> like. It's it's just some of the worst stuff I've ever fucking read, and and you could say oh it's just because you don't like style or whatever, but his style sucks. Like <laughs> it's it just poorly written. Like uh, I think Garth Ennis, I said before, Garth Ennis, Warren Warren Ellis. There's so many people that do his style better with actual yeah. good characters. I'm gonna I'm writing. gonna just fuck Mark Millar's wife. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna cuckold him as the ultimate revenge, and then you tell him you taught me to do this. <laughs> No, you should fuck him in the ass and hold up that page to him. Oh, my God. If you like Malar's style, there are writers who are objectively better at that style. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a bad writer. He doesn't offer anything. Because, like, I, I, I kind of, with every one of his comics, I'm like, uh, there's an idea there that I kind of can see merit in. But it's like his, his execution is so bad. Like, he is a terrible writer. Pick any Mark Millar book. And watch the movie adaptation as it says. It's a general rule. Any Marvel, any Mark Millar adaptation will capture that, like, fuck you attitude while still being well-written and still having a good character. Yeah, like, Kick-Ass is a good example. I wanted to say that when Phil Brappi was a terrible writer, it reminded me of when uh, Fox first comes in to the restaurant in Wanted and she talks to the main character and she says, I don't have time to, like, watch you mysticulate all day. Or masticate oh, yeah. all day, which yeah. is the the formal firm version of chewing, which was yeah. just like completely unnecessary. He's a terrible so, writer. So, yeah. Phil, what was your least favorite? Uh, keep in mind, wanted doesn't count. I, I wanted to say wanted. Uh, I Wait, did I make that joke already? No. Uh, and then my next thought was fucking Nemesis, but that wasn't this year. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hate, I really just hate him. Um, so Logan. I think. I think I'm gonna have to go with for least favorite was actually the Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm gonna piss off like John, I guess, but uh, it's, it's impossible not to if you like good it, movies and yeah. bad movies. It's like good stuff. It was the most John. boring thing I read this year. So Watch. maybe it's not like <laughs> well, it's because you were or, reading a movie, you idiot. <laughs> oh, you're right. It, it's like maybe there were things that I that like bothered me more. But I thought you were gonna go with Civil War Two, which was the most comic booky nonsense. Civil War Two was I was I was stuck between uh, Suicide Squad and Civil War Two. <laughs> Civil War Two was just dumb shit the whole time. But, yeah. but it was it was at least it had parts idea. that were interesting. Yeah, it had an idea okay, behind yeah. it. Uh, Suicide Squad was completely boring the entire time from beginning to end. Like the, one of the only movies I ever was just like I just want to get up and walk away. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I usually just sit and watch movies till the end, and I I. <laughs> I, I, I can deal with that. But that movie was so boring. Uh, there's no, there's, the only reason I watched uh, Suicide Squad and Man of Steel was just for this podcast. I would have not have finished those movies without this podcast. Mm. Yeah, like, probably not. And the thing is, I would pick Suicide Squad over Inhumans for my least favorite as well. Because Inhumans did have a so bad it's good kind of thing for me. Where like yeah. I was laughing at it. Where Suicide Squad, I was like, why? No, that was so why? bad it's really good. <laughs> What Suicide Squad? Yeah, it was really good. No, it wasn't. I've seen that film three times. I'll watch what? it again. 
Oh, this is like fucking what was it? Drumline? They watched like no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you watched Drumline nine times. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah a, it's, I think it's important to Drumline's add this to a the fun canon movie. <laughs> that Daryl has seen Drumline like nine times. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, you keep increasing the number. It was just no. like four or five. No, there was you when he first told us it was like four or five, and then you're like, I'm watching it tonight. And you like okay. sat there. Well, like, six. <laughs> wow. God now I need to see the movie. Daryl. I want to see what Daryl. It's a fun movie. About. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it, again, it's just mindless kind it's, of fun. It's no, uh, it's no fucking Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Daryl's mind is a bad thing. Oh, it's no Suicide Squad. You wouldn't want to watch it over and over again. Since I already talked about movie. my least favorite, I'm going to use this time to, I want to ask Sly a question, and it's... Oh, God. Like... Will you marry me? Do you, know, <laughs> do you ever feel like it's weird judging a piece of work based off a of fan reaction to it? Here's the thing, I, I, I can't really help it because... Because I've I've been entrenched in this culture for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you if you're a movie buff and you go see Citizen Kane and it's like a guy farting for like ten minutes <laughs> and, and people are like, "This is such a genius!" And you're like, "No, no, what? What are you talking about? Like, yeah. it is so like how I feel about Kingdom Hearts." <laughs> Yeah. But Game of Hearts is like different because at least it has good gameplay. No, it's bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is good gameplay. <laughs> Guys, we're not talking about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay. Like, like I, I guess you could argue it could, it could be comparable because Old Man Logan has good art, so that's comparable to good gameplay, good presentation, but yeah. not good substance. Yeah. But it's but I I don't think anyone. Maybe there are people who consider Kingdom Hearts to be like the greatest. Yeah. Game oh yeah. In probably. Right but I don't think it's as when people say top ten games of all time, it's like consistently <laughs> at the top of the list. Kingdom Hearts. I don't know. Hmm. The thing is, I I think for... And I know I'm very, very guilty of this. I've done this to Phil and Daryl many times. But I think for comics, it's important... I think fan reaction is really important because it's such a niche medium that so many people are like, I don't even know where to start. And if they start in the wrong places, it can turn them off the medium forever. Because it's... Imagine if you've never watched a TV show and you're like, I want to watch TV. What is this... What does this medium have to offer? And someone puts on Inhumans. You're going to be like, not for me and never watch TV again. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is like, when people are like, oh, I want to read... like. I didn't like the X-Men at first, and my first X-Men book was Old Man Logan that somebody <laughs> gave me to borrow. Like, no joke. And I read it, and I was like, I kind of like this, but, like, I don't need anything else from mm-hmm. this. Like, maybe that's – maybe Wolverine's not for me. And then, like, after – like, two years later, Sly recommended other Wolverine stories, and I trusted Sly enough to give them another shot. But it was, like, more of an uphill struggle to like the character because I was exposed to an interpretation that wasn't good first. Okay, you guys are thinking about the utilitarian side of it, but how about just like the, the simple like justice of it? Mark Millar, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, like Mark Millar is earning more and more famous at a core level. That that means the this universe is is not just like it, it's like regardless of if it's turning fans on or not, like it's just wrong. Like it's it's morally wrong that he is popular. He's kind of like the, he's kind of like the cap, like the uh, cruel uh, corrupt capitalists getting money off other people's accomplishments. Because all these filmmakers and stuff are making all these good movies based on his name. Yeah. He's getting all the name recognition and getting more and more fame himself when he doesn't have that. Yeah, and it's like the art in his books is better than anything he does. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. Useless. He, he, the, these movie makers are giving him more name recognition, and because of that name recognition, he's getting more money to hire good artists, and he's taking those yeah. good artists off other projects they could be doing instead. So he's like sucking talent away and yeah. getting recognition for talent that's not his. This this, this world is just corrupt, like, and, Mark, and Mark Millar's the proof. I like but how slowly Millar's turning yeah. into like a cuckolding black hole that he just draws everyone <laughs> to him. 
But, like, that's also the thing is, when I first started reading comics, I was recommended a plethora of Mark Millar books. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing is, it's his toxic injustice to the medium (laughs) is, I think, like, the big names that draw people towards these things turn people away from a medium that Sly and I have spent, uh, like, a decade defending. No, but this is just, like, when people, like, same thing with, like, you know, I love Moby Dick, and then Twilight is the most, like, sold book of the year. It's like, people also like shit. Like, people have shit taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but I feel like if somebody reads a bad... Well, I guess this happens sometimes, but I feel like it's not as common. If somebody reads a bad book, they're not going to be like, all books are bad, unless you're, like, an ignoramus. But, you know... Where, like, I mean, think about, Phil, your first episode with us was Flashpoint. And I remember, like, <laughs> a lot of the criticisms you've had for you had for Flashpoint have been levied in other books that maybe didn't deserve them as much because you're like, this is stupid comic book stuff. Yeah. You know, and, like, I think, and Daryl's first book on the show was Nemesis, and that oh, yeah. that's influence is that's clear. That's his favorite. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> You know, like, I think with this medium, it's so much more diverse than people think that when you see the, like, dumb pop culture version of it, the mainstream version, that sucks. I think it does a lot of damage to, like, our reputation as, like, you know, we like this thing and everyone's like, oh, it's a dumb thing for teenagers. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, the fucking, like, Super Mario, if, if you thought um, the plot of every video game was a plot of, like, Super Mario Bros. movie or, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat movie. Well, it's hard because you could make the argument that the the Millar movies are better than the comic books, so that it's kind of a reverse thing. problem where the the comics are giving you a worse impression of the medium than <laughs> the movies are. But like, like, like if like, I had like, seen a Millar movie and then bought the book, I'd be like, "Oh, comic books are bad." <laughs> like, I guess comics just bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or it's like being introduced to anime through like. Uh, yeah, anime. Anime is oh, super. Yeah, it's anime such is a definitely similar. Big one because it's so there. There are so many ways to be turned off from ever watching an. Oh, uh, panty shot! Then. I'm done. Yeah. Whereas, like, it, it's kind yeah. of one of those like gateway things, like like with comics, you have to be like, you just you have to accept that and yep. like get yeah. past it. I mean, and then you you, be... you can like complain about it and stuff. That's fine yeah. too. But it's like it's impossible to if like a panty shot That's or a another breaker. girl complaining about the size of her boobs. If like if that will turn you off immediately there's like no hope in anime there's just some (laughs) things you just have to be like like alternate timelines in comic books it's just like it's just roll with it but with with good enough shows like that stuff shouldn't matter too much to you Mm -hmm. whereas if you if the first thing you saw was just a bunch of trash it was like tenchi muyo or something yeah and then you're like (laughs) tenchi muyo is one of my first animes by the way yeah it's like i'm not gonna watch anime anymore it's like i i I can kind of understand (laughs) yeah that's that's you know that's so i think it's fair to bring in fan opinions when you're judging about their effect on the medium mm-hmm. but i don't think it's necessarily fair to bring it in when you judge the work yeah. i will i will say oh my god i so fucking hate because i'm a fan of the hulk and it's just on the hulk so fuck Mark mm. yeah there's i mean none of us are saying it's great <laughs> like, also sorry to tension will fans out there <laughs> like me i'm a big fan i'm not <laughs> harem has well, its place in the world it's just yeah not that good so is that is that all we have to say? Does anybody have, does anybody have any final thoughts to round out twenty? Uh, Harem has its place in the world. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Mark Millar, if you're listening, I know you're not. Fuck you. <laughs> this is my face. When I'm fucking your ass, Mark Millar. We still, I we t- joked about this idea, but I still think one we the four of us, or at least some of us, need to get a table at a con that Mark Millar is at and make a banner that says "Come fight us, Mark Millar, you fucking cock." No, we no, but I'm not masculine. I don't want to fight. I'll fight him. I'll fucking fight him. Oh yeah, or maybe we do that. We just get really drunk and then we hold up. He's that probably a, a cuck in real life, so he probably doesn't want to fight. 
Yeah, but he draws such manly stuff. Or writes. <laughs> While you guys are home, all our listeners, I want you to tweet this episode to Mark Millar constantly oh, <laughs> until he responds. <laughs> he fucking fights us. Uh, learn to okay. write, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I a couple things that I want to mention is we don't mention these things enough, but uh, we you can follow us on Twitter, at issues. We have an email address, deviceofissues at gmail.com. And at, if you could rate and review and subscribe on iTunes, that would be super great. We've gotten some new stuff lately, but not enough to show up on the charts. So if everyone could just rush, that would be awesome. And just maybe send us a picture of it in the Facebook group, Oops, I Talk Device of Issues, and then I'll personally thank you. And we also made a Discord where a lot of our listeners are hanging out and we're talking about comics, we're talking about games. You get to see Daryl live read Wanted <laughs> and get super mad about it. And we just launched it, so there's already a bunch of people in there. But if you want to come join, it's basically just like a forum group chat kind of thing if you never used Discord before. And the link for that is in our Facebook group. And... I also want to quickly plug the same show that I plugged on the last episode. Oops. It's the new episode of Tales from the Static called Why I Hate Holidays. And it's a lot. It's I mentioned this already, so I'll keep this one brief. But it's about a guy's relationship with his dad. And I think Mark Millar should listen to it because obviously he has a lot of <laughs> fucked up weird edible things. Yeah. It's about like the psychology between a father and son. And it's really, really interesting. And I highly recommend it. And you can find that in all the other shows on the network at ComradeRadio.com. So, right. yeah. Cool. Cool. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, let's no, just... Mark Millar. Let's, let's end uh, 2017 uh, already. <laughs> I thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been a Tenshi Muyo fan. <laughs> I've been a lot less patient with Edgelord bullshit as I was last year. I've been death by dysentery. <laughs> and I've been a Mark Millar character with this poignant ending. Only difference between a dream and a nightmare is how big your balls are, bitch. <laughs> Stay in continuity. Comraderadio.com Independent Podcasting Network.